Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. Authentic conversation with some of today's most profound spiritual teachers, thought leaders, and change makers, empowering you to honor the journey, trust the process, and embrace all facets of the human experience. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and you know, it's <laughs> things have shifted since we last met and last heard, and you heard my voice and I mean, you've been seeing over on Instagram, like I've just been radiating and vibrating so rapidly and brightly, especially after last week's episode of me finally like that to me felt like me stepping out of the spiritual closet and me really showing up and stepping up and sharing my medicine in a way to really talk about my passions for plant medicines and psychedelics and happens to be, you know, like my friends were here and we're just finishing rounding up our ceremony and our deep healing experience that we had working with the medicines of LSD and cacao, microdosing and uh, infusing them with crystal juju and just all the medicine um, because I was really ready to kill off the old story and just like transmute that old story that was really keeping me limited and small. And with the Taurus and Uranus energy, just in the new moon, it was like perfect. It was like you literally... Stars were aligned for that one. You couldn't make that shift up, like, really. And so for the past week, I've just been really integrating a lot and really feeling like I've been back in myself and just deep, deep, deep healing and purging and transformation, and it's been amazing. And so much so that I'm excited that on Monday, I'm starting my five-day soul activation experience. I like to call the Aquarian activist because... Essentially, activism isn't just like, you know, getting your your sign and standing on the corner and marching and all those things. Yes, those are all great parts of activism, but activism starts small. It starts with you and it starts with you ready to make the change in your life. You ready to show up. You ready to be like, you know what? Enough's enough. Like I, I'm ready to transcend this. I'm ready to move ahead. I'm ready to align to my truth and show up fully and authentically. So during these five days, it's all about embodying your medicine and falling deeply in love with yourself and your journey that's brought you to the space just to radiate out your authentic radness. So my intention is just to really help you unleash your medicine, manifest your deepest desires and anchor in the new paradigm. And so during this five day experience, which starts on Monday, um, we're going to have five live videos that I'm going to channel um, as well as little worksheets that you can do uh, once you're done. Uh, and so day one is all about making your mess your message. Day two is all about leading with heart as your art. Day three is the superpower behind your radiance. Day four is the rise of intuitive leadership. And day five is all about unlocking, unlocking the thrive method. So this is the method that I've worked on and I've created and I've aligned to that's really helped me thrive and show up and be the light I wish to see in the world. So I'm really excited to be sharing all of this with you because I'm just ready to see us stepping up and being the light and being the change we wish to see in the world. So again, this is my five-day free experience. It's leading into my eight-week experience called Thrive, and that's going to really help you heal from the inside out. And, you know, I, the inner creates the outer, so we're working the first month really around the shamanistic Odessa medicine wheel that I've channeled and really worked on and understood with my own healing journey as well as the second part of the course is all about like working with Aquarian mystic tools to really share your medicine, to show up and to be in that space of pure authenticity and 
radness and just really allowing your message to be heard. So you're going to be hearing more about this uh, next week as well. But in the meantime, sign up for the five-day experience to see what it's like to work with me, uh, to just really prepare you for what's happening, and to support each other as community to really rise up. And so talking about supporting each other as community, my guest today is Jen Mavros, and I just love this woman so much. And when she reached out to me, I was like, "Uh, yeah, let's talk about divine manifestation, all about that. It's like next level manifestation like we're beyond the basic bitch manifestation this is like real deal stuff so her whole mission her whole mission's about really loving humanity forward and who like how beautiful is that i'm just so inspired by this woman her marketing's on point like her messaging is on point like there's just so much clarity with her that i'm just like oh yes sister yes 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 so all in the Aquarian age is all about community over competition. And I'm just supporting people. It's everyone here that has been on the show are just people that I love and people that I adore. And just I'm seeing what they're doing in the world. And I'm like, yeah, I want to support you any way that I can to allow that to really fruition and be all over and bless up this place. So she's a huge voice for love. And she's dedicated her life to really helping individuals manifest their soulfully aligned desires and dreams in business and life. So it's all about with her. She believes the same thing I do. It's about like becoming inwardly aware so that you can be outwardly successful. Like that's everything. And so it's also really lovely to have Jen because she too is a podcast host. She's the host of the Jen Mavro show. And I'm just like, yeah, girl, she's on it. And, you know, it's not easy making these podcasts. Like it takes a lot of time, a lot of energy, but we do it because we love you and we do it because we're passionate about it. And so she's, she's on it. She is just like there. She's a student of holistic self-mastery. She's an internationally certified and licensed life coach. Um, she's also received training in NLP, the neuro-linguistic programming. And she's in the middle right now of obtaining her doctorate degree in metaphysical science. Uh, hello. Yes. So she's very big with Akashic Records and does a lot with Reiki and pranic healing. And, you know, she's just studied metaphysics and meditation for so long. And she runs her online business that's thriving and up-leveling people to the next level. And so we really went in deep with this one. Like, we started off with not an easy topic. We talked a lot about, you know, well, not only what inspired Jen to do the show, but the heavy stuff is just like, dismantling the white privilege and really rewriting the story and seeing how we can come together and really look beyond race and just start healing our generations and healing our lineage and healing all of the things that have kind of kept us playing small. So we talked about that. We talked about the empower of intuition when you put it in your business and when you put your business together, because that's the future. Like I've been talking about this so much. Like I have been talking about this in this five-day course I'm doing like in, it's all about intuitive business and intuitive leadership it's everything it's your you're becoming a multi-sensory being and you're going to hear so much more about that and just hearing that basic I got this little ding on my phone as it's 111 again you can't make this shit up <laughs> it's amazing so going back to this episode we also are talking a lot about why energy is everything in your business so it's really important to be aware of your energy because there is this beautiful symbiotic relationship between you and your business 
Uh, we also talked about aligning with the downloads and the divine interventions that are coming through and just allowing yourself to be that open channel and using your body to navigate you through this journey because you need it. Like, this is your vessel. Honor it, take care of it, listen to it. And it was actually so funny because when we recorded this episode, I was going through a gnarly cold. This was right after I was teaching at Desert Hearts and camping and being in San Diego. And I was just upgrading so much. You know, I'm about to go into this developmental space of my throat chakra. And I was just like coughing and snotty and all that stuff. Like purging, purging, purging all the things that aren't serving. So you're literally melting off what doesn't serve. And so you're hearing me all sniffled and stuffed up in this episode, but it's so good. Uh, we also, of course, talk about how to work with divine manifestation as next level manifestation. Like I said, no more basic bitch manifesting here. This is about like real, real manifestation. And so the biggest thing, too, that we love talking about is just this post forgiveness integration, which is just so potent. I'm so excited about this one because... That's what my episode was last week. That was my post-forgiveness meditation and integration. That was my integration of me really understanding how the medicine has been working with me for years to really up-level and to show up and to forgive myself for whatever has been, whatever mistakes or choices I made. And it's just such good juju. Oh, this episode is going to empower you so much. So enough of me. Listen to this episode. Let me know what you think. Send me a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram. Tag myself, tag Jen. Let us know that you're listening so we know who's out there. We're not just like cricket, cricket, cricket. Also, I'm putting it out there that my birthday is June 9th. Uh, Thrive is launching June 10th. And June 9th, that's Saturday, so two Saturdays from now, if you guys want to give me some love, I'm looking for 100 reviews by my birthday. 100 reviews by my birthday. I'm at like 70 now, so that means 30 of you. Step up, show up, share with me and everyone why you love the Sovereign Society podcast and why you're subscribed and what's made an impact. I get so many messages from you guys about your favorite episodes and what you've really learned from it and really taken from it. And so share it with us on, on iTunes is really what helps us move up the moving on up to the east side, you know, and uh, just really allowing the medicine to be shared and showing up. So I'm really excited about this. This episode is all about the power of divine manifestation with Jen Mavros, episode 41 already. Crazy. But I love you so much. Again, tag me, uh, t- take a screenshot, tag us, Rina Riccio, ch- tag Jen Mavros, and Let's do this. Let's talk about this episode and just really show up and step up. So you ready for this? I'm ready for this. I know you're ready for this. So here we go. The power of divine manifestation. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. And I'm super stoked about this episode because it's not very often I get other podcasts, priestesses, hostesses of the mostesses, holders. <laughs> like you guys have no idea the what it takes to make these and what it takes to offer you guys through this platform. And we do it because we feel called to. Me being a Gemini, I talk. 
It's just what I do. I am Mercury. I'm a Gemini Virgo moon. Like I am Mercury. So this is like, oh, I get to talk, of course. And I got Jen here. And Jen is also a host of her own podcast, The Jen Mavro Show. And she's got some badass change makers on her podcast. I'm like scrolling through and I was prepping for this. And I was like, damn, girl. Yeah, get it. Like you're really doing it. Get it. So thank you for being you, for your passion for this work to uplift humanity, for helping me see, oh God, I'm not alone. Oh, <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you're so not alone. And it is no <laughs> joke, girlfriend. I <laughs> it's no joke. Yeah. And yeah. like you're very big on manifestation. I am massively upgrading right now. Like I'm got this cold that I've been navigating through and it's because I know my throat chakra is just like like beaming out like really like all right this bitch is really stepping out of the spiritual closet and she's really showing up and like speaking up yes so thank you again for being here and thank thank you. you for your work Thank you so much. Likewise, love. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to know what was the call for you to start this work, to start a podcast? What was like the spiritual, hey girl, now is your time to shine? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, specifically around the podcast, um, you know, I had actually kind of been feeling like this, this yearning in my underbelly for a couple of years. And, you know, because I... I love just like helping. Like I, I'm genuinely a helping person and I don't, not all people are helping people. Like I, sometimes people I think mistake my helping nature. Well, we're Kafa's woman. Like we're like, Mama Gaia, we're here to help save the planet. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I think people just in, in the way of life have been jaded in one form or another, or, you know, been disrupted or hurt by quote, giving people. But like, I genuinely just want to, are we allowed to curse on this space? Oh, girl. I figured, I figured, I figured. I just wanted to like, before I drop. This is your opportunity to be real, be authentic. Okay. Like, I'm not going to prevent you from being you. Yeah. Well, thank you. I I just genuinely want to love the fuck out of people. Like that is my thing. And so how can I do that? How do I feel most resonant in showing up and in, in providing that love and, um, and support and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, this, this podcast thing kind of came to me and I sat on it. I had a mentor at the time who I fired um, who basically kind of steered me away from it. And then I had to re- come back into my truth, mm. realign with the truth. And, um, and it, it, it just was like, now, like now is the time, Chen, mm. let's do this. So, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I, I think that like my branding, like my overall business, like some people might say that like, Oh, that's actually quite clever. And I'm like, dude, that shit, like, I would like to say that like I was had the genius behind that, but like it wasn't at all me. It's all just kind of like unfolded over time. Mm-hmm. And so this, this message was given to me in a, a divine download about loving humanity forward, obviously. Cause like, I just want to fucking love people. Like I want yeah. us to move forward as a humanity. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause the way that we're, 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 we're going down a, a wounded path right now. We need some healing. We need some love and we need to pull out of the collective shadow, the things that have been lurking, the things that 
that need love that need to be reintegrated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of that shift right now too. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, and so how can I show up? And so I, the podcast began and I wanted to connect with people who um, are already, you know, kind of helping, well, not kind of, who are helping moving, helping the world move forward through love. So I've been, I, I was so grateful to have a lot of people say yes to me who already have very large platforms uh, in the spiritual and personal development space. And um, it's just kind of grown from there. And I, I'm absolutely madly in love with it. Like it's a passion project for sure. Girl, I feel you. And it's so yeah. funny because you're talking about like how you fired your mentor because you weren't meshing. And I know for me, I've been just reflecting so much of the people that are in my life right now, mm-hmm. especially in the personal development sector. Yeah, uh, The people I'm collaborating with that are like, whoa, soul sisters. Like you literally you have like online presence and like relationships like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh, this is my Instagram friend. And then you actually meet them in real life. And it's like, well, we pick up where we leave off. And so I feel like when you're really tapping in and doing your work and your soul's purpose and what your Dharma is, Mm -hmm. the the clearer you get, the more you attract those people. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe and like, those are the people that it's been so loud for me too, is that this whole new era of not even just personal development, but just of living mm-hmm. is all about collaboration versus oh, oh, competition. Yeah. Oh, screw, screw competition. Yeah. Screw it's such an outdated paradigm kind of belief, but there still is wounding of that, like through the DNA that we yeah. are carrying, you know? So there's still like breadcrumbs is what I want to say. Cause it's still like very little. I know sometimes I still work from it. Like I get like my bitch girl in me is like, Oh my God. Like, but then I'm like, Oh no, I'm just jealous because like, and I had to admit responsibility. Like I'm just jealous cause they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just jealous. And so what a beautiful opportunity for me to grow and like put myself in check. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, a- absolutely. And we're all, Every single one of us is on that path in some capacity or another, um, wherever, wherever you are in your journey. And it's a matter of really like, you know, forward movement mm-hmm. is about really looking the shit straight in the face and how can we dismantle this? I mean, I know specifically in my own life, my personal life right now, and this is actually going to be coming out into my work moving forward, um, is about dismantling white privilege and racism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we're born into this like social construct of the societal normness, um, we, we become born into that. We learn that. And so, you know, out, shifting out of these old paradigms, like, it requires us to take a good hard look at ourselves in the mirror and again, calling those things out of the shadow. I really believe that racism is up to this point has been, been a shadow of our collective humanity. And so it's coming out more and more. And, um, I'm so, and it, sometimes it's disruptive. A lot of times it's disruptive. A lot of times it's chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to embrace the duality of life, not only the messy, but the beautiful there's truth in that contrast absolutely yes we it that is what humanity is about is the contrast of all that is it's that the rainbow spectrum of everything it's not Mm -hmm. just the bright and shiny rainbow fuzzy awesome Mm -hmm. positive happy thinking high vibeness 
that's one side of it. Right. So, um, yeah. So that's, oh, this is, this is deep work. It's deep work for us all. Yeah. It's really intense. And I was just having this conversation with my friend, uh, Allison Charles and, you know, we want to go deeper into it too. And it's been challenging for me because I see it. Um, but it's not even just about race. It's a lot about ethnicity too. Like there's some healing that I've had to do because I'm Italian, like super Italian. Sure. So my whole life, everyone was like, Oh, you're part of the mafia. Oh, you're part of the mob. Like this like caste system, regardless of skin and color. Um, you know, cause I feel like I grew up pretty diverse. Of course, I don't carry the same ancestral heaviness of slavery and things like that, that a lot of my brothers and sisters of African-American and Latino communities carry. Mm -hmm. But growing up, I never really saw myself as um, white because my grandfather was super dark skin. Like I was the girl that brought like blood oranges to like elementary school and like was teased for that. And so I was like, oh my God, I'm not eating PB and J. Like I'm not like those girls, you know? And so I'm doing my best to speak my truth about it, while also looking for the solutions and also honoring the people that are feeling the way that they're feeling. Absolutely. Because to be a change maker, we have to make the change and start these new um, beliefs and these new ways of being, you know, where it's not so much like, because of a bubble that we color on the census defines us. And I feel like so many people in the spiritual community right now, and I'm sure you're seeing it too, are really transcending labels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, it does start with the individual. Um, you know, I, I want to live in a world where we all sit at the same, the same table. Yeah, where for sure. Not like they're that... Uh, type of person or from that that type of ethnicity or culture and therefore they're over there like I want us all sitting at the same table mm-hmm. and so um and so how do we then begin to do that there's a lot of dismantling that has to be done mm-hmm. a lot of um healing uh, of all that has to be done and I think that having conversations in a in a a, a, a space where we're held loving and, and a, a vulnerable, we can share vulnerably. I think that that's a really great start, a really great start. So hearing people out. And I think it's so much because like we hide behind the phone, we hide behind yeah. the computer, yeah. but like there's so much more power when it's like face to face, like not through like an Instagram post, but like actually sure. sitting in sacred circle together to have Absolutely. these conversations. That's how the progress grows. And I'm so big on the micro to help bring out the macro. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Well, when you're face to face, you can actually see and feel in that presence, you know, the pain that people are holding and, um, I think it's just more powerful, but yeah, I mean, if we got to start behind a computer screen, let's start there, but we yeah. just need to start, we just need to put action under our feet. And I know for me as being a part of the spiritual community, it's, it's no longer, this is again, for me, it's no longer enough to just be spiritual and talk spiritual. We actually have to put action under our feet. We have to help move things forward and not forcing things forward, not pushing things forward, opening that space of love and that, that authenticity of vulnerability space um, and, and continue doing our own work. The um, word I kept hearing when you were saying that was grace. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. It's with grace because you can't, it's with sensitive subjects like this, you can't be forceful on either side because there can still be trauma. You know, there's still a lot of traumas we're carrying that trauma is trauma. It, it, it feels the same in the body. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Trauma is trauma. Mm -hmm. And so, especially if you're having those trauma in the younger ages, that is bleeding into the future until it is dealt with. So I just keep hearing so much about um, ancestral karma, ancestral like DNA. And I feel like that's why so much of our generation too is really holding off on children or we're having children later so we can really clean up the mess. Um, so we can really cultivate and bring in children into a world that is more loving or more, and more compassionate and more receptive because so much of it has been like, us versus them, which again goes to that competition idea rather than the collaboration where we can see that people from various races and ethnicities, they all bring something unique to the table that doesn't make everything so vanilla mm-hmm. and like so boring. Yeah, absolutely. And and just even the spectrum of of women and men sitting at the same table too, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Me Too movement. I mean, it's, it's everything. It's, 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 and there's, there's so many, mo- so many other levels and layers to that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is where it starts. This is, mm-hmm. this is where the shift begins. And- yeah. Cause it's also not just race. It's a lot of the LGBTQ community Absolutely. as well. You know, yes. they're I really having like- to come up and mm-hmm. I live in a very high um, LGBT community growing yeah. up in Palm Springs. So it's like, I think that's the other thing too, is I grew up in a pretty diverse area where I had native, I was born on native American land. Yeah. Like I was friends with every race. I went to a very pretty diverse high school, like uh, very strong LGBTQ population. And so everyone's like, Oh, how did you grow up in the desert? There's nothing here. But that opportunity allowed me to not see color, to see people for on a soul to soul level, which I'm sure is something you're super passionate about with the work that you're doing to uplift humanities. This space suit, this suit that we're in as a body, it's just a veil of that's the soul. Yeah. So I love the work that you're doing and even the courses that you have, you have like inward, outward. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, the marketing machine in me, because I went to school for marketing and branding. I was like, this bitch is tuned in. She's like <laughs> dialed in. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I was talking about earlier is like, that was, but that was not me. Like that was not something that like I sat in a strategy session with my team and was like, this inward, outward, onward, upward, like that's it's cool. so like, fucking that. good. It just came to me. Like I, I give credit where credit's deserved, okay? And <laughs> bitch, you got it down. I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Because I feel like too, in business, I want to talk about business. Now let's shift to like now that we've gone the shadows to be transmuted yeah. over here. Let's talk about business. Yeah. And totally. really marketing our message to share and to uplift humanity through our message and through our work. Mm-hmm. But it's so important that branding and the cons- and being clear and really being consistent with the energy and the vibe you're really oh, putting yeah. out there. That's like the first and foremost thing for me is like the, the energetic infusion. Um, I'm actually very specific with my team when I'm working on projects with them. Like my love, days happen where life just wants just like kicked you in the nuts. (laughs) Like 
please just try not to work on my stuff when, when that's in, when you're in that space. So it's really important that, that the infusion of love and, um, you know, transformation, creating the sacred container, um, it, that is so incredibly important to me because I believe ener- it starts with energy, energy, trumps everything. everything, like the copywriting, the visuals, everything. Um, so yeah, you, you've got to definitely be in that aligned space. Um, so absolutely. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so funny because, uh, like I said, I went to business school and I studied marketing and I was the stoner girl who came up with all the marketing ideas and like, I'll do the PowerPoint. Cause I'll just like blaze over here. Like I got that. Like this, but I live for marketing to the point that like my professor, like graduated college like eight years ago and he's still like, Hey, marketing machine, just checking in on you. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I love it. But, yeah. I mean, I just feel like, you know, there is such um, an oversaturation in our fields now, which is great that people are really like passionate to share personal development and things like that. But I feel like to really stand out is like being really aligned and really yeah. cohesive. It's doing your own journey is really what I, I mean. That's, that's where all, um, I like to say that like, I think a lot of people like they want to see those, the resume, you know, check points on your resume, the, oh, that you're certified, that you've got licensing, but like mm-hmm. really lived experience trumps everything. And, and for me, it's not like my lived experience isn't necessarily what's going to work for you, but it's that space holding where I don't want to try and squeeze someone into my one size, into a one size fits all box or into my own box. Um, I hold space. And I, it's more of a guiding and then they're, they've got the answers themselves. So mm-hmm. it's a matter of just, just guiding along the way. Um, shoulder that's to shoulder. that's been big. Yeah. That's been big for me is like yeah. reminding people, like you are the guru you've been waiting for. Yes. Like take what you need from us and leave the rest. Whatever is resonating with you, take it. But otherwise like keep moving forward because then the dogma comes in. Then you give away your power Mm -hmm. and ain't nobody got time for that anymore. Like we need to like (laughs) show up and step up and share our medicine unapologetically. And I know that's a lot of the work you're super passionate about doing too. So we're having this conversation obviously because we're just right now. Yes. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I, I totally agree. But I think it goes back a lot of what we were talking about earlier, like being in the caste system of like the racism and the diversity is like, oh, I'm this or oh, I'm this or oh, I'm this. Like all those things don't matter. Like I just like literally applied for a new passport and it's like, what's your occupation? Why the hell does that matter? Like, so I was like, do I write spiritual mentor on my paperwork? (laughs) Entrepreneur. Yeah. I wrote spiritual mentor because I don't give a shit. I'm like, I'm going to bless up my United States government right now with my truth. (laughs) I was just like, what, what, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just think like really getting out of the, the consensus of like, check this, check this, check this. Like, Oh, Sabrina says I need to do this, 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 which means I need to do this. And a lot of people are like real, there's just so much shifting that's happening right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, I'm all about like, there are like tools that you can learn and take mm-hmm. those tools and do you like, mm-hmm. no one's going to do you better than you do you. So that's, that's my, and no one point. knows what you've experienced. Absolutely. Either. No one's walked a day in your shoes. And- yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's where the idea of the more compassion comes in, more of 
the empathy, hearing out, Mm -hmm. allowing people to share. And I think what's been very big for me lately, because I shift the name of this podcast from the Sovereign Goddess podcast to the Sovereign Society, Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to push away men. Sure. You know? And so to me, it's like I'm seeing the rise of sacred masculinity right now. Mm -hmm. And, oh, that just like it makes me cry to see these men like share emotion and speak up because a lot of times they felt like they couldn't be hurt, you know? And a lot of times I think that relationship kind of whole world is shifting to where like Mm -hmm. men are really having to find conscious men groups and women like sisterhoods. Yeah. Because we can't be like yelling, like of course our partners can be there to support us, but like, it's really good to have your sisters there that are like, Oh yeah. There there's nothing there, like- you can bitch with your sisters. You don't want to bitch with your partner, with your man. And again, PC, whatever sex you are, whatever gender you identify with, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you need to have like your support system outside of your partner. I agree. And, and, you know, the, uh, you know, I actually joined a mastermind um, sisterhood a couple of years ago, and that was one of the most powerful potent, uh, spaces of medicine that I, I had done in my journey up to that point with other people. Um, and so I'm all about sisterhood and leaning into the sisterhood when you need it, because we're, especially in the, in the business and entrepreneur space, we're seeing all this like lone wolf solo entrepreneurship stuff. Seriously, like the more, the more that I lean in to collaborate, to be in community, to be a part of other people's businesses and lives, the more successful you, you become in my opinion. We become. Yes. It's not even you become, it's we become. That's what I was saying earlier is like the people that I've been calling in my life lately are all women who are in this sector that understand Cause it's not fucking easy to start your own business. It is. Yeah. It's no joke. It's <laughs> challenging. It's not only, it's not only like the business component, but it's, it's, you know, I believe that entrepreneurship or starting your business is literally the gateway into spiritual and personal development. Like oh, if you yeah. want to grow, you start a business. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. That's something I'm super passionate about is like, if you want to have a strong business, you have to have a strong sense of who you are. You have to be willing to do the work for yourself because otherwise that's going to bleed into your business. Cause I believe that it's a solistic kind of relationship where there is no separation. They're all conjoined. Yeah. absolutely. So if you have daddy issues, that's going to come through your business. If you got mommy issues, that's going to come in through your business. If you're still like holding resentment with someone that's going to come through your business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So this work is no joke. It's no joke, but it's, I wouldn't trade it for anything. <laughs> Me either. I love Me it either. So yeah. I decided, I chose to become an entrepreneur right out of college. And, uh, so I've been an entrepreneur for over seven years now and it's been tough, Sure. but I can't imagine myself at the nine to five. Like I can't imagine myself. Are you kidding me? I was up till four o'clock this morning, like channeling and downloading. That's the life of an entrepreneur. (laughs) Yes. It's like, oh, I'm on one. I'm in one. I'm on one. I'm around one. I'm like listening to my tunes right now. Like the chat, the downloads are coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm in alignment right now. I got to roll with it. Even though I feel like shit is coming through and it's just Mm -hmm. like, 
you have to trust those divine interventions. Mm -hmm. How has that helped you create your beautiful brand and your platform and the work that you do? Uh, no, I mean, that that's truly, I mean, that is the foundation of what I do. And so a lot of times, like as a human being, um, we can forget that we're connected to everything and all that is. And so in that space of, of deliberate, like remembering of reconnection, um, that remembering space, like for me, it's meditation or um, contemplation, prayers, you know, all of that space. Um that is where I kind of launch from. Um, and, and also being not only a human, but also a divine being at the same exact time, which actually has been kind of a mind hump for me. Um, cause I have a tendency to want to just like go float around in the cosmos and like, it feels so good to hang around with my angels. And so sometimes it's hard to human. It's really hard to be a human. And how do we then realize in this space of intersection that we are both a divine powerful beyond our beyond anything we can possibly imagine and a human being at the same time um and so so for me again like it like i said it's 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 this um this space of of uh meditation for me that launches everything and oh and as i was starting to say too um the, your body your body holds so much sacred wisdom so tuning into how does this make me feel right now how, where does, how does this landing, is there a resistance? Is this resistance or this um, pushback, is this coming from love or is this coming from fear? Because that's like the next like inquiry that you want to have. The contraction or the expansion. Yeah. 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 Is, are, you, are you contracting or expanding because this is something that you fear because um, it's perhaps a belief system that's limiting you? Or is this like truly your intuition speaking to you on a, a deeper level, like, no, this is not the right path. So it's, it's tuning in with your body, tuning in with your own internal compass. And that's, that's my jam. That's totally yeah. And I, it's really interesting. Cause I feel like, I mean, but I feel like, you know, we grew up in a society of so much body shaming Oh yeah. that I feel like it was, that was like a societal, trying to construct for us to not be intuitive because the future is intuition. Mm -hmm. Like literally the future is being a multidimensional being, mm -hmm. a multi-sensory being. Like it's not just about the five senses anymore. Yeah. You have to go within mm -hmm. and understand like, oh, like gut instincts, you know, and I feel like I've been dealing with gnarly gut issues. Like I had gained 30 pounds because I had a parasite in me. Wow. So I just released it a week ago. It was like three oh inches. Holy cow. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So now I got to work on my body again because it is my vessel that's helping me navigate through. And then, you know, just yeah. even the, all the whole poison with sugar and things like that, that, you know, the, the culture we've grown up in has tried to stop people from really tapping into that intuition and to speak in that truth that they can control. But like, people are breaking free and it's like, you know, all good things are wild and free. And a lot of us are reclaiming our power back and like loving ourselves for the way we are, but realizing like we can always do better and we can always strive better and we can always empower other people to be the best versions of themselves and to stop playing small and to listen to their bodies and the intuition that the intuitive hunches, because to me, it's like intuition comes first and then all the other stories are the ego trying to keep you playing small. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and that is, that is the human journey too. I mean, it's, it's, it's an ongoing ever forever more process. As long as you're a human being in this lifetime, like you're going to continue working on yourself, growing yourself, soul's evolution. Um, you know, yeah, the body, that's a a constant thing. Your, your soul growth, that's a constant thing. Mm -hmm. Identifying, you know, the blocks and the belief systems and the subconscious, that's a constant thing. Every new level you get to in your life, it's, and I don't really know that I, I don't like this terminology, but I don't really know that I have another way of saying it, but it's like new level, new devil. Like when you get to that next new level in your life or your business, um, there it's, it's almost like the universe drops you to another level. Like the visual I get is like, you're dropped down like an elevator shaft Mm -hmm. and you're like looking at things from a totally different perspective. So now you have to then identify, you know, the, the self-awareness component is huge and, um, it's, and that, it's that grow through what you go through kind of concept too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's like that metamorphosis that happens again and mm-hmm. you're again like, and again, like, yeah, you're just shed, like the snake, the snake constantly sheds its skin, but it's still a snake. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so as we, we up level and we have to release these densities that are carried on, can be stuck in our auric field, can be mm-hmm. trapped in the DNA, mm-hmm. the society we're part of. I feel like that's why it's so important to really be aware of who you surround yourself with as well. And oh, what that's you surround huge. yourself with. Absolutely. I mean, this is, um, I've got like a, a newer body of work that's coming out eventually as soon as I feel like it's full. Um, that, cause I, I'm, I'm most known for like manifestation, I think in my industry and like, um, you know, that is actually next level manifestation is when we're coming together as a collective and realizing that we actually manifest with each other. Like mm-hmm. people who typically enter into personal development and spiritual evolution, like they're looking to create stuff for their, their own lives. Like they want, maybe they want more money. Maybe they want physical objects. They want a you know, certain type of relationship. Um, and so it, it becomes this where you're focused on yourself, which you're, you're constantly focused on growing you. That's an ongoing process. Like we just said, but you begin to shift from focusing solely on the me to actually considering and holding space for the we. Totally. And so that's like a huge, that's a huge, um, that's upgrade. part of the filling up your cup first and allowing that overflow so that you can yeah. show up and not have that space of manipulation or like that scarcity mindset or a lot of that, which are definitely, um, they kind of steer off course when you're working on divine manifestation, which is perfect. Cause this is what I wanted to lead into. Mm-hmm. So what, how has divine manifestation supported you and continue to support you as you continue to build your empire, continue to be a human on this planet, continue to uplift humanity and just like be human? Yeah. Well, thank you for that question. That's, I mean, it's everything to be perfectly honest. I mean, it is everything. I don't, I don't see manifestation as just like this tool that's like strapped on my tool belt. And I'm like, mm, I really want some more money or I really want to manifest this experience or opportunity. I'm going to pull out my manifestation tool. Um, the way that I practice, the way that I teach divine manifestation is actually a lived um, journey. It, it's, it, it's an ongoing practice. And really it is your, your soul's unfoldment and evolution. Um, and so I, I look at divine manifestation as you don't have to rely on your own separate strength. 
to try it. Cause I think a lot of people, when they enter into manifestation, they're trying to push things or force things, or they want something so bad that they're like, they're writing this list of wants to the universe, like a, like a Christmas list and they're trying to push things through. But, but what you, what you learn is that you don't actually in divine manifestation need to rely on your own separate strength. When you do that, you're actually like the energy of that is leaning forward. Like you're push trying to push things to will them into existence. Mm. And that, that doesn't work. I mean, willpower can last temporarily. Like if you look totally. at new year's resolutions, right? People like get come the new year and they're all excited to get some new stuff happen in their life. New year's resolutions never work unless you're mm-hmm. doing the deep seated, you know, belief work. Um, yeah, they say they fail by February. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're lucky to get a couple months in, yeah. um, then you're, you're a lot, you're one of the few. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you're, it's like, you're trying to force things into existence. And it's like what, what I like to call you're manifesting from a surface level want rather than a soulfully aligned design. <laughs> so don't, don't manifest from a basic bitch level. Manifest from like deep-seated, authentic radness. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I love it. You just summed it up. Okay, you guys, thanks for listening. Have a great day. <laughs> but so divine manifestation, instead of leaning forward into this, relying on my own separate strength to will this into existence, what happens is you shift into a leaning back, almost like a, you're leaning back into the arms of the universe as a co-creator. We are creators as divine beings. We create the world around us. We create what's happening inside of us. And so divine manifestation supports you in co-creation with your higher power, with universe, spirit, God, source, whatever, whatever we want to label our higher power. And so when you're able to lean back into the arms of the universe, it's like this harmonious dance that you do with your higher power. And because look, I know for me, I only know like a little tiny fraction of a fraction of a grain of sand of, of everythingness, but the universe knows all it's holding everything. God is holding everything. So if we can, if we can then be, that can be our business partner, that can be our manifestation partner. Like I know I'd much rather have that, that on my side than relying totally. only on myself. So I think a lot of that also goes with um, cultivating trust. Oh, absolutely. Faith. But the first thing is like, where have you lost trust in yourself? Like, where did you not listen to the discernment before and how can you forgive yourself for those actions absolutely you know what i mean because we can't it's it's challenging to trust something outside of us if we can't even trust ourselves too sometimes but it's not outside of us it's i mean it may appear like Mm -hmm. that human element thinks that we're separate thinks Mm -hmm. that we're we're not a part of the whole but we are actually a part of everything we're yes we're a piece of the working whole. So it's that, that again, that's back to that remembering. It's back to that leaning back and, and knowing that you are a part and trust. You're absolutely right. Trust is, is huge. And it's, it's certainly a muscle that mm-hmm. we develop. I mean, it's not necessarily something we come out of the gates running as like a, a champion on. Mm-hmm. I have to work on trust all the time. I mean, and I'm surrendering, abs- surrender, especially yeah. as alphas, you know, like absolutely. alphas who are like, I got this all. It's like, yep. Yeah, martyr complex. Yeah, yes. So, so not only are we we're in that space of co-creatorship with your higher power, um, but again, like I mentioned, we're also looking at instead of a surface level want, like if we're writing this list of things that we want, those typically 
they're, they're unfulfilling for the most part. I mean, I've manifested from that, that space. I, I mean, I've manifested some crazy, awesome, cool shit from that space. But when I got finally, like when it re- arrived, it felt a little unfulfilling. So when you're in that space of deeply soulfully aligning your desires, that feels much different. So Mm -hmm. it's then how do we tune into that? How do we align with that to, to really pull forth the things that are, are, are that your spirit and that your soul is wanting to express, you know, it's it's a lot of that even to, sorry to interrupt because it's like, uh, you know, sometimes those small, they're like kind of like small desires, you know, and then we think we'll get it. And then we're like, not happy. It's like, now what? Yeah. When you have those really soul enriched desires, those really deep, deep, deep desires, and those become manifested and actualized. That's a lot of times they take a lot of work. You know, it's not just brought to you on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. Because to me, I know all of the things that I've been able to accomplish have been the toughest things to endure. You know, and um, it was just yeah. like, it was just like, I had to completely shift my mindset. I've had to let go of people. I've had to start new habits. Sure. It took work for sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. There's, but what's, what is the drive behind the intention and the work is everything. Is it to fill some egoic kind of people pleasing someone else or to show like status or is it really in alignment with like your dharma and your soul's calling? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, for me as a spiritual, soulful human being, um, I choose to to manifest from that soul space um, because I've manifested from the surface level and and I've been really successful at it. But it always left me feeling like there was something just not like something disconnected, something just not fully right or whatever. But Another piece that's really important about divine manifestation when I teach is also the duality of life. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. Um, you know, when I first entered into personal development and spiritual growth, um, you know, there's a lot of chatter and a lot of talk about, you know, um, positive thinking and being aware of what's happening in your head and your head space and, um, high vibing yourself. We just got to stay on our high flying disc. You just got to love and light everything, love and light everything. And so that is gorgeous. And yes, that is one piece of the pie. But what a lot of people are missing is that that's only one side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So in divine manifestation, we honor the duality of life, the up, the down, the in, the out, the light and the dark. And so we also look at, so if we're looking at all the, the light, love and light, awesome, positive thinking, the stuff that makes us feel really, really good. We also have to look at like what is in the shadow. What are the things that we, we, we want to resist that we don't want to look at? Because I can tell you Spiritual that bypassing all the time on the other side of that is always a part of yourself that just wants to be loved and looked at and integrated into the whole. And so we, we do, we do that work as well. We do that integration. Um, you know, another, another really big piece is, um, you know, the, the, the belief systems, subconscious rewiring and reprogramming is huge. I mean, in, in our mind, we have to look at our mind and if your belief systems, the current beliefs that you hold in your, in your being do not align with what you're looking to call in and manifest, 
There's no way that you're going to manifest them. And maybe you will manifest them, but they'll disappear or they'll slip through your fingers or you can't hold on to it. So we have to look at our belief systems in our mind, the subconscious programming. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to take it an even level, a level and layer deeper when it comes to metaphysical, because that's, that's what I'm all about as well. We also have to look at the, uh, the karmic history as well. We look at the, the, not only like in the, the realm of epigenetics, where we're looking at our, our, the generational things that have been passed down from our parents and our grandparents and our great grandparents. Which we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Yes. I, I, we're looking at that, but we're also looking at the, the past lives. Like what, what are you carrying in your soul from other lifetimes that needs to be healed or acknowledged or, um, integrated. So mm -hmm. It's this, this space of we're looking at, looking at a bunch of different elements, the, the holistic approach of life. It's not just one thing. It's the wholeness of everything. Because the past and the present and the future are all here in this moment. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. They're all here. There's, there's no separation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why so many of us are remembering that we were either like Atlanteans or Lumerians or yeah, yes. Egyptians. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely tapping into that a lot. The priestess lineage I'm really tapping into because uh, ever since I was a little girl, like I was obsessed with Egyptian culture. I mean, I'm drinking from my jasmine cup, my tea right now. Like yeah. very, like I love the whole idea of the hieroglyphics and mm -hmm. the symbolism and the priestess energy and the goddess energy. And, you know, that's why I started initially with Shamanasa Gadesa because I was yeah. like, Oh, tapping into that priestess. And then I was hearing like, don't label yourself as just that, like step up as yourself in this lifetime. So I was like, okay, so I'll go back to Sabrina Riccio with my work and even Sovereign Goddess podcast and to Sovereign Society. Mm -hmm. It's because even in past lives, like you may be this gender now, but you may not have been sure. <laughs> in another, you know? And I think I, that's why a yeah. lot of us are able to really um, come into space where we are, transcending 5d consciousness which is you know everyone's like oh go to the 5d but to me i just keep hearing that's a trap because there's higher dimensions mm -hmm. and so the 5d is the unity consciousness but that unity consciousness is finding that masculine and feminine within you mm -hmm. and to find that balance and once you do that then you take it to the next level working with sacred geometry in the 60 to like start to recode and re and regrid what's going on energetically. And then the seventh D, which I'm like really tapping into right now is the sound current. And that's oh my gosh, yes. the truth. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. And so us like being in that sound current in Kundalini Yoga, we call it the nod, which is like the way your sound is what permeates, you know, like mm -hmm. think of music, like timeless music. It brings you back mm -hmm. things that we can be saying like, Oh, it'll bring you back whether challenging or empowering, you know, like you can go back and hear those difficult conversations that you probably have not forgiven yet. Mm -hmm. And those can really damper into your existence and your experience of this moment. Yeah. So it's a lot of even going back into that forgiveness. I think just to me, like as a student of A Course in Miracles for the past eight years, like forgiveness is just everything for me. Yes. Yes. And even, even I know in my own work, I mean, forgiveness, there's even like this, this space after forgiveness where we're actually looking to understand and, mm -hmm. and this passionate understanding. I know I've, 
you know, I, my mom was, my parents were divorced when I was little. Um, so I've never actually known my parents to be together. And she had several, a couple husbands and one of them, um, really like there was some damage that was done, um, as I was growing up as a, as a, as a small human. And so I really was, I, it kept coming up that healing needed to happen. Healing needed to happen. And I'm like, I've already forgiven him though. Like what, what more is there? And I was actually guided in the space of like compassionate understanding. Like how can I completely remove my own levels and layers and stuff to, to put myself in his shoes even before mm-hmm. he was a man who actually hurt me, hurt my mom. So yeah, it's deep. It's That's deep. the biggest thing too, is to recognize, because I remember the first spiritual book I ever read was Deepak Chopra's Spiritual Solutions. Mm-hmm. And it was um, after a difficult LSD trip that I had. And the, the quote that has stuck out, it's like been a guiding force for me, is that everyone's doing their best based on their level of awareness. And so people may be acting or hurting us, but they're completely unaware of the impact or the pain that is causing someone else because that person themselves is enduring so much pain. That pain recognizes pain and can't see beyond that sometimes when there's trauma. Yeah. Hurt. I mean, hurt people, hurt people. people. Mm -hmm. And, and it is, you know, you're, you're, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, if, I, what I know to be true about the soul is that if that is not the intention, I mean, there's no way that like at a soul level, you're going to try and like be hurtful physically or emotionally or mentally. Like it's just, that's, that's not, that's that's what we're seeing in office right now too. Yeah. Like all these people, all these people that are in office that have quote unquote power, they were not loved as children at all. You can, it's like, their complete root chakra and sacral chakra are completely closed. And then there's probably that ancestral pain and trauma too. So that's where coming from that space of compassion. Yeah. Right. Like, of course you can feel anger. Like don't, don't ignore that. Absolutely. What's the higher thing. The higher thing is to look at it as a reflection of you and see them as, as a person, as a human, human to human and realize like that person's really hurting. And you pray for their soul, surrendered over to God, spirit, universe, whatever higher power that also is part of them. Yeah. But we we can't get so caught up in that either because that's, again, the martyrdom that we're really working. And then I've also been hearing a lot like uh, trauma, a lot of people with trauma, like they they attach to that trauma because that's their identity and that's all they know. Mm. And so how do we transcend that trauma into triumph and like choose to be the victorious one rather than continuing to be the victim of what our circumstances have been in the past, which is something I'm for sure deeply working with. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you mentioned like the people in power government wise, like, you know, this, this, just hear like people that are listening to hear me out on this. Like I'm not a political person. I don't, I I've up to this point, I've been very vanilla in, in what I put out on purpose because I didn't want to offend people or whatever, but now I'm definitely coming out more and more, um, speaking my own truth. And because I know it just gives others to speak permission or it just give them permission to do that for their own life. But I'm actually really grateful that Trump was elected. Um, if we're going political. And the reason why I say that is because I believe that he is one of the many catalysts that is creating these shifts of change. To wake um, up. 
Yes, because we have for so long been in the space of passing power away. We pass power to in the religious sector, people who are religious, we're passing power to the 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 head of the church. Um, in the governmental space, we're passing power to the elected officials. We're passing power to the doctors in our healthcare system. When in actuality, we need to reclaim our own power. We need to come together as a collective, as a humanity, um, and and not rely on other people to do it for us. And so it's all about just empowering ourselves. And if we don't like something, we have to like speak up, you know, that the whole truth, speaking your truth with your voice. Um, and so I actually believe that if we had a comfy, cozy government elected official where we all felt like mm, things are getting done. It would have been whatever. another spiritual bypassing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now we are looking things straight in the face of, of holy crap, like, holy crap. Like we don't, I don't want this. I don't want my world to be like this. I don't want people my- have more power now in the past two years. I feel like yeah. because of this, cause it's triggered. <laughs> it's triggered that people are like, oh, fuck this. Like now this has been the permission for me to really like step up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear you on that sister. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to talk about this new course that you're doing too. As we were talking so much around this divine manifestation and there's so much going around and around manifestation and stuff right now, but what makes this yeah. experience unique yeah, so so my one of my signature actual courses, it's a live run course, is called Inward. So we're going in into ourself, this introspection, really leaning into the feminine energy um, to really get this tool belt of things that can support you along your journey. Like I said, I'm not trying to squeeze any one person into my own lived experience into a one size fits all box. Do you? Um, but how can we then get this deep soul clarity um, that I call soulfully aligning? It's a process that I teach people to pull forth like what's 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 really resonating at that soul space. And then how can now that we know what what what's what's happening at a soul level that you actually desire, how do we then release the blocks, release the things that are holding you back from those, release them, love them, and move forward? And tapping into this co-creation space with the universe, like with God, your higher power. How do we lean back and allow this unfoldment to happen? So this is my signature course. I mean, I've run more than 4,000 people through it. It's tried and true. And it's, I am madly in love with the material. Um, But I also have a free mini course that kind of leads into this. If people are, are interested, they can totally just tap in for free. Um, that's called Onward. So it's an introduction into, um, you know, how can we really begin to move onward from those blocks and those things that are keeping us stuck into this magnificent life that we, that we can choose to live or not choose to live. So, um, so Onward, like I said, is this free offering. It's onwardcourse.com. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's my jam, girlfriend. She's just slaying with her marketing. Literally, like, <laughs> seriously, I literally was like on your website and I was like, this bitch is dialed in. She's in it. Like she gets it. I just, mm. I just love people with good websites and good oh, marketing. Yeah. No, seriously. It's like, I'm just like, oh yeah, like fuck yeah, you go girl. Like thank you. Get it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It takes a lot of energy and yeah, I appreciate Absolutely. it. And yeah. I'm also affiliate for 
this course. And I'm just so excited to be supporting people. Again, talking about cooperation, mm-hmm. it's like I want to be supporting people with their work. And yeah. it's um, also been a shift for me growing up with the scarcity mindset, you know, and something that I've worked on through and Oof, that's yes. to be honest too, mm-hmm. um, through the scarcity and realizing like, oh, abundance, there's enough to go around, whatever, whoever is going to resonate with Jen and her work. They're going to resonate with Jen and my work. Whoever's going to resonate with someone else I share on the podcast with their course, they're going to resonate with this work. My intention for this podcast is to just create the sacred space for people to share their work, share their message. And whoever is like, yo, I need that. Your wish is my command, right? (laughs) And you're welcome. Yeah. And you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so since you're, since you are like sharing this, sharing my work, which I'm so grateful for, thank you so much. Um, and you know, it does take us all. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's, 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 we may be teaching the very same thing, the same exact thing, but some people may resonate with, with the way I present it or resonate the way you, that's why we all need to show up. Um, and so, so there's going to, you'll have your own special link. So which will be in the show notes below. Yeah. Yeah. So click that little linky poo. And for anyone who signs up through that link, you are going to get a free soul spread with me as well as a 45 minute coaching call. Whoa, nice. Whoa. Can, I, can I do that too? Like, yeah, come on over. Yeah. Got jackets. I got the mezcal ready to go. Just, nice. um, okay. So this has been so fun. I've been really enjoying this conversation, but uh, we have a lightning round, obviously, because uh, I don't know if you know, but I was struck by lightning, so I like to call the lightning round. Oh, dang. I didn't know that. Yeah, girl. Um, oh so anyways, um, so the lightning round. Okay. What has been one book that has completely changed the trajectory of your life? Mm-hmm. Gary Zukov, back in the day, Gary Zukov um, actually the books in a series, um, about choice and about the name is like totally escaping my brain at this moment. Mm. Um, it's not seat of the soul. Soul. Seat, seat of, of the soul. soul. There's the heart soul. of the soul. Seat of the soul. Oh yeah. Yep. Seat, of the yeah soul. seat of the soul. And there's yeah. also part of the soul as well. Like another book. Mm-hmm. Um, those were, I, I drank those like water when I was kind of really opening up in my journey. Um, one that I'm jamming on hardcore right now is Neil Donald Walsh's newest book in the conversations with God series. It's, it's actually book four. Um, I got that shit on audible, like listen to that, like a mofo all the time. That's, That's a good amazing. One. That's really yeah. Good you know, uh, Oprah said, see the soul was the book that changed her life. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, was, it was huge. Yeah. Was I have that by my bedside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and, uh, uh, power of Na- a power of myth from oh, yeah. Joseph Campbell. That's okay, like, okay. yeah, that's for sure. Awesome. Okay. So what would you say, or who would you say, what or who are some of your strongest spirit guides? Mm. Animals, archangels. Yeah. So Archangel Michael comes to jam with me all the time. So oh, Archangel yeah. Michael. Um, I come from a very religious background. I'm not religious anymore, obviously. I don't claim a religion. Um, but but being that I grew up religious, Jesus is my homie. Like he always literally always comes into my meditations wearing just like chill garb and sandals, and he always just like sits on the floor with me. I forget. It's amazing. I love that. And then, you know, it's, I just wanted to mention this too. Like I actually have my own, my own archetype that's, and I don't really know 
like the details on where this kind of came from, but it's kind of like the higher me that I tune into. Mm -hmm. It's actually really interesting. It's this um, Native American soul because it, it's, it's not, not woman nor man. It's like embodies both like this medicine person, but who's also at the same time an angel. So it's like a cosmic angel where like I literally angel. Yeah. But I'm also like an, like a, 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 the, the native American like surroundings are near me. I have, I'm, I'm, I've come from that, from that, um, culture. And so, um, yeah, like I have these gigantical angel wings and I like shoot up into the cosmos and I grab like stars and I crush them and I heal people, help heal people, not me healing, but the, the, you're a conduit conduit. Yeah. Um, with the stardust that I've collected from the cosmos. It's just, it's just really, it's a really pretty badass, like it's a pretty badass like, um, space when I tune into that. Um, wow. Sign me up. Fuck. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So what would you share with younger Jen today? Oh, oh, little Jen. I just like want to squeeze her. Everyone has that same kind of like energy. Like, oh, Oh, little baby Jen. Little Jen, no. Little baby Jen. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, so I would definitely want to say to little Jen is that you're not alone because there's, there were many, um, intersections of my life where I felt like I was alone, like whether like my mom had a new dude and she was off with the dude and I was by myself or, um, you know, I felt like it was just me, like it was me against the world. Um, and so just, you're not alone because when you tune into the unseen, when I've actually done like healing spaces on this and I tune into what in those moments where I felt the most alone, I looked around and like Jesus was there my dog was there. Like my angels were there. Like I wasn't alone. So you're not, you're not alone, Jen, not alone. I love that. And I love going back to what you were saying with about Jesus too. Cause I grew up like super Catholic yeah. and uh, my relationship with Jesus has obviously shifted. And I actually have a deeper relationship now with Mary Magdalene than I ever did because, sure. you know, growing up Catholic is always like, oh, she was the whore. And I'm like, wait, maybe I was Mary Magdalene in a past life. Like, you know, and I just, just shifting that um, programming from the way that I was raised about these guides and even just overall, like, uh, no more shaming. Like, I don't, Jesus is not someone to shame. Yeah, Absolutely. Another, another, um, soul that comes to me, uh, is Dr. Wayne Dyer actually. Oh yeah. We like have fireside chats. It's <laughs> amazing. I have a Wayne Dyer quote on my, you know, like, like everyone's got those Instagram, like quote yeah, yeah. Like, things now. And it's in my room, uh, when I wake up every morning and it's like my favorite quote from him is uh, I'll see it when I believe it. Mm. So that's like, that's what I wake up to every morning. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So if there's something that you want to share that we really didn't touch on Mm -hmm. or something like some really potent medicine or, um, download, you've really been hearing a lot and running with, what would that be? Yeah. I mean, just, just in the space of divine manifestation is, you know, you're, you are more powerful than you realize. Mm -hmm. And, um, we are, not only like, and like I mentioned earlier, we're not only human beings where messy is a part of our, like our repertoire, but also the beautiful, but we are also connected to literally everything. Like we come from like 
everything everything and so um yeah and so so just 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 the space of remembering like if you can maybe that if that's walking out and going on a wilderness hike or going into meditation going to contemplation contemplation praying like whatever supports you in going to that remembering space um but you're you are more powerful than you realize and you don't have to do this alone Mm -hmm. yeah Yes, woman. Yes. Okay, great. And then so where can we find more about you, more about your podcast, more about Onward, Inward, <laughs> yeah, all of the great marketing and beautiful website. Oh, thank you, love. I appreciate you. Um, so just jenmavros.com, super easy, is my home on With the internet. With one N. One N, J-E-N, uh, Mavros. And um, it's actually Greek. My husband's Greek. It was originally Mavro Mikelaki. Oh, yeah, man. for sure. Mavros. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, the podcast is at thegenmavrosshow.com. Um, and then you'll have the special links uh, for both of the Onward and Inward courses. The Onward is the free one. Um, and then Inward is the, the eight-week live run, which is we're going into opening the doors for that very soon. So um, and I think maybe by the time this airs, the doors this will be open. Yeah, this will be out. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you, sister, for being here and having this awesome conversation. I can talk about manifestation and entrepreneurship all day. Like Me too. Thank you. Like, yeah. And for so long, I was like shaming myself about business. I was like, oh, I really don't want to talk about business. But like, I really do enjoy it and I do have my degree in it and I just, I love to see people creating their own dreams and people like having the courage to like follow their heart and to support yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. That. Absolutely. And that's I, what I, we're shifting to too. Yep. I, yeah. And entre entrepreneurship is one of my favorite conversations too. So I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. Well, thanks everyone. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Share, leave a review and go check out Jen's podcast because she has incredible guests. Literally. I was like, yeah, girl, you're fucking doing it. You like reaching out, you showing up like, yes. So thank you for bringing in those conversations too in your sacred space. And I look forward to being on there someday soon. Yes. And yeah. So we can talk about all the things because obviously this conversation is not over yet. <laughs> no. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. you. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll be seeing you soon.